psycho ladies and psycho gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. A lot in the pipeline today. Uh, Very excited for some wonderful features. We got some new sound effects, ladies and gentlemen. Also, I'm sitting here having a coffee with vanilla ice cream in it, melted into it. Couldn't be happier. Happy as a little clam. There is a cat in the room. She casts a bit of a pall on the vibe in here. As you know, I once was a cat person as a child, and then we got a dog, and I was like... And I never looked back. I took a little dog in my car and I was like. (laughs) And I never looked back. But that's me. I'm a cold hearted woman. Now, only minutes ago, I met a puppy. Now, this puppy is a golden doodle. And immediately upon seeing me, shook my hand with his paw. I mean, he's not trained to do that. He just saw me and wanted to shake hands. He was like, what's up? He shook my hand damn near 10 times. I think he does want to go into business with me. But I don't know what that business is, and I'm still puzzling through it. But suffice it to say, spirits are high today in studio, minus the cat which is running from someone trying to get it and get it out right now and didn't make it. It's out. (gasps) We're free. Anyhow, going to take some calls. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on on the Internet right now that I would like to discuss. Oops. Such as subtweeting. As well as (sighs) just blocking people for fun. That's a new thing I'm into. Just block some friends and acquaintances. Why not switch it up? You know, also inspirational quotes. I got to say, I want to come clean. I love it. I follow Ayanla Van Zandt. Ayanla, fix my life. (laughs) That's a joke for three people. (laughs) Secondly, Russell Simmons. Thank you. Yes, I will take your daily quotes about life. Yes. Mixed in with, you know, pictures of models. Also, Cat Stacks now admire Andrea, loving all her inspirational in a more thuggish manner, but still in inspirational Instagrams. So just a lot of fun people to follow if you don't already. The Pacers won last night. It's two and two with the hate in the Pacers. I was at the hockey game, the Kings game seven with my friends. It was electric. And I have to say, I'm a fan not just of hockey or basketball. I'm a fan of Staples Center. Like, I would wear a snapback that just said Staples Center on it. And a jersey for the actual physical building. Because, is it a building? (laughs) Stadium? Center? I love that center. It really is the excitement, the euphoria, the just the energy, the vibrations. Are there other arenas like this across the country what are the best arenas i can't stop talking i'm gonna take one call today and that's it just kidding here we go call from ellery what are we press one what's your name hello it's ellery 
Oh, shit. Your mom must. Hey, Chelsea. Hi. How are you? I was so confused. I called and I got this message that said, you only do your show on Monday. Listen, but I saw I'll be honest with that you. you're taking calls now. I know. Listen, we've gotten off schedule, okay? I really appreciate that you're concerned about that and your eye for detail and so on and so forth. At this time, we are extremely, ah. extremely off schedule. But, you know, at some point, maybe we'll fix that. At this time, though. Is the show, isn't the show happening right now? Yeah. Oh, this is it. This it's is not, it. We're, do, we're doing it now. Yeah, I don't take these calls for fun, kiddo. This is a job. <laughs> this is real. This is so real, Elias. How's your coffee? You said on Twitter you you had an epic coffee run or oh, something. And- I went through it. I got to tell you, I read a review of a place where they make a coffee that has a scoop of vanilla ice cream in it. Now, listen, I know. Hey, that's not that crazy of a thing. Some would call it affogato. This place doesn't. I forgot to what they call it. <laughs> but it's something, you know, simple. Anyhow, went to get it. Literally, they're like, okay, now this does get prepped in the kitchen. I was like, all right, well, I'm supposed to be doing my podcast right now. They said, well. Wait, they have to prep coffee and ice cream? Exactly. Like, that's my vibe. Uh, Seriously. So I'm like, well, how long will that take? And he's like, five to seven minutes. I was like, ugh, all right. Well, 20 minutes later, I'm like, hey, can I talk to your ice cream scooper? I have a question for him about timeliness. Uh, <laughs> and and, I, and you know, did you talk to him? <laughs> the end. He had that story. Well, the end of the story is that I was a half hour late to my own podcast due to just waiting for some coffee with ice cream in it. Uh, unprofessional to say the least. Also, I did cram a sandwich down my face while I drove here from said cafe. Now, what do you think about subtweeting? Are you a fan of hockey? Do you like the NBA? I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. I just, I just enjoyed a small iced coffee with easy ice while I sat in the park. Easy ice, huh? I go easy ice. I want more of the coffee and less of the ice. I don't like super cold beverages. Hmm. Well, that's fun. But it's a little warm in here, and in, in, uh, here in Chicago for totally like straight up hot coffee. Oh, shout out to Chicago! Boom, 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 boom! That's gunshots. Oh, to your show on the fifteenth, I think. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm doing um just for laughs in Chicago. I think I'm doing four shows or something like that. You are Chelsea Peretti comes here just for laughs. Yes, yes. Stage seven seven three. I think that's the name of the theater now. You're being so helpful. Yeah. I'll explain subtweeting to you. Subtweeting is basically I don't understand why it's got a cool name because what it is is good old fashioned passive aggressiveness. Like, and everyone hates passive aggression, but all of a sudden subtweeting <laughs> is cool. Sounds like talking. No, but so what it is, what it is, is like if you are like fighting with someone or you hate someone's tweets, you know, you'll go like someone will tweet like, you know, nice weather out. Then you do a tweet where you're like, I hate it when people tweet about the weather. And it's like you don't name that person specifically, but you're clearly calling out something that they do. 
Uh, right, or whatever. And it doesn't have to be about tweets specifically. You might just say something shitty about a person, but you don't name them. So they might read it and be like, mm, is this about me? Or they might read it and be like, oh, so it's people perceiving that it's about them. May or, they may or may not. They may be oblivious. It's intentional. Okay. But then you go ahead and get your little licks in without risking a social relationship. Now, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's fun. I, I, what I enjoy about Twitter is um, corporation shaming. I very much think that's the coolest thing that's come out of Internet culture is that you can go on social media and shame corporations because I think that corporations were getting really reckless with customer service. Like they were basically like went from the customers always right, which I feel like was like the 50s or something to just like, eh, fuck you which I feel like is what they're like now. But when we have Twitter, we get to go, well, wait a minute. Fuck you too, sir. And put them on blast on. That's true. Doesn't like Todd Berry get, or maybe it's just a joke. The whole thing is a joke. Isn't he go constantly getting free shit? I think everyone is. I think corporations on Twitter. Well, I, I think one thing I follow a lot of comedians and they're always, I mean, we are always going after airlines, for example, for fucking us on a repeated and endless basis. And if you publicly right. shame them, then they finally will sometimes do the right thing. And I'll say this. I'm going to hang up on you now. But I will awesome. say this. No. Kyle. Kyle, I guess he'll be along <laughs> for the ride on this rant. Kyle. Hey, what's going on? Hi, I'm going to need you to just listen for a second. I'm on a bit of a rant and accidentally answered this call. Oh. So the other night, I'm eating with my friends. We're at a nice restaurant. You know, we're paying. We're paying for this meal. It's not like a throwaway, you know, it's not a sizzler situation. It's not an in and out situation. It's a a higher end restaurant. We're ordering tons of shit. Appetizers, entrees, blah, 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 blah. Okay, one thing that we ordered was a certain kind of flavored creme brulee. When they bring it out, Noah. Is that your name? Kyle? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say Noah? Yeah. (laughs) When they bring it out, Kyle, the consistency of this creme brulee is like spoiled egg, like scrambled eggs. And I go, hold up. I said, Mr. Owner, because I could tell this one guy's owner. I go, excuse me. Now, this is the consistency of scrambled eggs. In my experience with creme brulee, it's supposed to be almost a silky, just a tender, sensuous, silky texture. He said, oh, no, I don't. I think it's that's how it is. He brought out another one without the brulee topping, which looked fucking disgusting, like dookie and a little, you know, what do you call those things? Ram, ramekin. Dookie and a ramekin. The classic song. <laughs> so he brings yep. out this little thing and we all taste it. Same shitty consistency. And we're like, yeah, dog, this sucks. He's like, oh. And he, he takes it away and then he comes out with like some pastry chef type bitch. <laughs> and he's like, you were right. It isn't made correctly. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. But wouldn't you think that he should bring us out some sort of complimentary dessert at that point? For wasting our time. I think to bring you out like a meal that was equal to, you know, like a hearty meal that's equal to uh, was shitty. Right. So what he did was 
He did not. And so we started doing this joke where we kept praying like every time because we'd see him like carrying donuts or different shit to different tables. And we kept thinking it was maybe it was a comp dessert for our table. So we kept going like, oh, "Oh, Lord God, please let this be a dessert for our table. And of course, you know, thy will, not ours, you know, whatever. But let this please be a complimentary dessert that's coming straight to our table. God, we understand that, you know, whatever. And we started doing this whole bit. And he would like circle past us and then deliver desserts to other tables. And then finally, whatever, we got the check. And what he did was he didn't charge for this one other dessert we got. But he didn't even mention that, which, whatever, this is stupid. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah, uh, that's, I don't know, like, so it was the actual chef bringing, bringing it out to you guys? No, the owner. Oh, the owner. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hmm, sounds like uh, Amy's Bakery. Nope. Nice try, though. <laughs> um, what are you trying to, like, put Amy's, Amy's huh? Bakery? Are you trying to put Amy's Bakery on blast? Wait, have you not heard about the uh, the whole, like, new thing circulating her bakery thing? No. Oh, uh, well, there's, I'm not trying to plug anybody, but there's this lady. Uh, she owns a bakery with her husband, and they were on uh, some kind of show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. about this. Yeah. Wait. <clears throat> They were on like Hell's Kitchen or something, or Devil's something close to that. Yeah. Devil's Den, Devil's Dilemma, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then they like were horrible, and then all these people on the internet were hating on them, and they were trying to fight back. I saw that yeah. online. I saw it on like some website, and was like screen grabs of what they were saying to people on Facebook. It was so hilarious. Like whenever yeah, people try it. to fight quote-unquote the internet it is so fucking funny it's like (laughs) remember that dad who's like you know consequences will never be the same and he was like defending his (laughs) daughter he's all squatting down like yosemite sam with his crazy facial hair (laughs) and like everyone's just like dude you're never gonna win and then he just became a meme it's like you try to fight the internet they're like uh we're gonna turn you into a meme now thank you (laughs) yeah you can't do that not in this day and age yeah. Not in this day so, and age. Huh? Not in this day and age, Noah. Not at all. Not at all. And not I have an arc, too, to go with that name. You have what? I have an arc to go with that name. What's that mean? Oh. <laughs> I get it. LOL, LOL. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Listen. Um, okay, so wait. I have to ask you, like, a few questions, though. Okay, fine. Yes. Well, some of them are questions. Some of them are just, like, uh, bullet points. But, um... Okay, maybe I'll use some new sound effects at some point in this little game. I ho- hopefully they're not like gonna make me cry. No, you'll love this shit. All right, word. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what do you think about your role in uh, G- GTA Four? You know what? I was thrilled to be involved. I got to be in you the. What? I was thrilled to be involved. Oh, um, awesome. I got to be in the divorce court on the radio and just have a fight. But I mean, I think being in a video game is just cool. I don't play them at all, yeah. but I just feel like it seems like a cool thing to do. And I'm always trying to come across as a cool person. So for me, this was a real win. Word. I actually really enjoyed um, that part where you were playing, uh, I think, divorce court or some, some kind of courtroom. Yes. Scene, but it was, it was pretty funny. I laughed. Thank you. Um, I wanted to say thank you for your first two uh, podcasts because um, I was like in some kind of like mood for uh, the longest time and nothing could could get me out of that rut. And when I started listening to your podcast, I just felt like, you know, everything could kind of be made into a joke. Yes. 
Yeah. I love that. Um, You know, like, that's, like, to me, the best case scenario with comedy. I feel like that's the only way I love it is if it feels like it's, like, cathartic or helps in some way in society's Mm -hmm. evils. You know, I had a friend, well, my high school boyfriend, when we were in college, we were no longer going out, but he died. He was jogging in Central Park. And he never came home and his roommates had to go to the morgue and find him. And he had had an undetected heart defect. What if I started crying? I actually almost kid right now, even though I've known this for years. I mean, this is years ago. But anyway, he had an undetected heart defect. And so he just, you know, died jogging. And during that time, uh, I remember watching... um, I think it was during this time. It might have been my grandfather's death, but some death I was mourning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That really takes some of the specialness out of this. No, not really. All right. But anyway, some death I was mourning. I was watching Tom Green, and he was doing something. I feel like he had like a cow tongue in his mouth or something, and he was laying on the sidewalk, and he was just going like, like rolling around. (laughs) And like all these people were like, like trying to get away from him. And it was the only thing that made me laugh during this time of deep grief, you know, where I was just like, that's how I feel right now. Like, I just feel like I can't, like I'm out of step with the world to quote Mm -hmm. minor threat. And I just felt like, you know, I can't relate to society. And it was so gratifying to see someone just bugging out like that. in like this, this kind of symbolic way that I related to. So, yeah, which is to say, you know, I'm sorry you were going through a hard time. Well, you know, it's all good because the Chelly P podcast did it for me. <laughs> Chelly P. <laughs> <laughs> Chelly P. Good one. In the building. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes. Anyway, um, I called like a while ago, like several podcasts ago, and Click. he asked me. Huh? No, come no, on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. You asked me a question that I couldn't answer, but I have the answer now. You asked, um, why, why do children deny basic needs? Like, why yes. don't they want to be fed at certain times and all this? And then I realized that just like, I mean, it's a horrible comparison, but just like how dogs are uh, domesticated uh, to a certain extent for our children. And if, if we were to just, like, let's say, grow up on some random island with, without, like, all the, you know, extra stuff that we have today, kids would want to you know, go out and get their food because they're hungry, you know? It's, it's, it's like a natural instinct that we've, uh, you're I think, suppressed. Sa- like, what you're saying is, like, if you let children go feral, they would eventually sleep and eat at their own... Yeah, exactly. That's, That's cool, I- man. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Yo, yo, child abuse is mad cool. No, but I honestly, I do think, like, I do think feral children are pretty amazing. Yeah, they are. Like, the fact that, like, I feel like it was in Russia or something that there was this, like, kid that was raised by wolves or dogs or something, and, like, that's pretty dope. It's it's interesting. Interesting to say the least. I've decided to start saying dope again, even though like I decided it was no longer cool to say, but then Hannibal Burris said it and I was like, Well, maybe it's all right. So shout you know out to what? Hannibal. Like, <laughs> just fucking start saying it and I'm sure all your fans would like jump on that shit. So. <clears throat> yeah. Now you know what um what was there was something else I was gonna say. Oh yeah, on this whole topic, my nephews, okay. I just was in New York. I visited with my little nephews. They just turned four. They're twins. Mm-hmm. 
And my dad used to give me C's candies, nuts and chews for Valentine's every year. This was back when we had a relationship. Just kidding. And so I got some C's candies, nuts and chews at the airport. And I brought it to my nephews, amongst other things, for their birthday. And immediately I just opened this box of candy and gave it to them when I got there. And they were just like digging in with their little tiny child hands and just shoving chocolate in their mouth, like gumming them and then just throwing them back and then like putting tiny chocolate handprints all over the walls and then literally like at the end of it like just standing on an ottoman and shaking their arms as fast as they could and throwing <laughs> throwing their heads back and forth and just going ah, ah, ah. and I was like oh my god I oh gave these god. kids drugs like it really is drugs and like I felt so bad they were just like uncontrollable <laughs> me and their mom were just I think half of it was them getting sugar and the other half was probably them seeing their favorite aunt Oh, shit, let's get married today. <laughs> but seriously, I did kill it with these guys, like with some make-believe. I mean, I pretended I was the magical doctor of crazy town because I needed a way to get them contained. So I was like, sit on. Wait, how, how old are they? They're four. They have okay, a awesome. very active minds and very active vocabularies. Like I see other four-year-olds, they're like, Duh, let's read a book, you know. My my four year old little nephews they're like um anyway this is the thing and I'm like oh my god you're gonna be little geniuses this is just my objective take but um yeah the magical magical doctor of crazy town I did an accent where I was like hello I'm the magical doctor of crazy town and I was like if you sit on this chair I will see you you know and then like I created a waiting room chair so basically like they just kept making up injuries like they're like um yeah like a little staple got into my hand and I'm like you were just in here like you've been injured so rapidly or whatever and we played this for a long time and for some reason I had a crumpled up piece of wrapping paper on my head that was what like activated the the doctor's abilities a lot of fun a lot of fun at you the party household I, I I feel like if, if you're going to have a good time with a child or if you're going to just try to teach them something you have to become a child yourself oh you know? girl you and, said it yeah and I believe you did a good job <laughs> did you hear that that's a new sound effect is that, is that a horn right answer oh, okay worry, worry, worry. i like that you know to be with a child you yourself must inhabit the body and spirit of a child <laughs> oh wait i have to talk to you about something else um your app like i would totally buy your app but you have to get it on android God, you know, I wish I was techier so I could answer all these things with like a lot of confidence. I don't know. Um, look, look, I'm extremely techie. So if you have some questions, like fire away. I mean, I can't do that right now. Okay, word, word, word. But listen, I do appreciate your offer. This call has been about 40 minutes long. I do have to click off on you right now. Well, that's okay. But that's what it. a wonderful call and uh, really do appreciate your taking the time out of your day to reach out and you know whatever word um yeah talk to you uh, another time hopefully no thank you just kidding yeah no, anytime anytime all right bye all right. listen <laughs> having some fears about a lot of the anecdotes i've told today so far you know, but that's what great artists do. They reflect, 
They judge themselves, right? Call from. I don't know. Not Coleman? Kanye. Does Kanye? Coleman. <laughs> Coleman? Hello? Is this Coleman? Hey, Chelsea? Coleman? Chelsea Beretti? Hey, what are you doing? Coleman? What are you drinking? I love your camping stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of coolers. <laughs> your coolers are fucking dope, Coleman. <laughs> Do people still say dope, Coleman? What are, you, what are you doing? What is um subtweeting? Subtweeting is when you're talking shit about a specific person, but you use general terms so they don't know it's about them. Like, you'll just tweet, like, I hate when people wear ugly raincoats and you're sitting next to your friend wearing an ugly raincoat. You get it? Yeah, they're, like, flicking through their phone, like, are you talking about my raincoat right now? Right. But they, they don't get it. They don't usually necessarily know, but they may or may not. Okay. Are you interested? So are you doing that right? Oh, I'm sorry. You interested in doing that, Coleman? You think you're going to get into the subtweeting lifestyle? No, it seems like really passive aggressive. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a new sound effect. What do you think? It's a little scary. Oh, Coleman, don't be so scary. That's what people in Oakland used um, to say. Like, when you're scared, they'd be like, ugh, she hella scary. That means you're scared. Bear that in mind, Coleman, for all future conversations with Oakland people from the 90s. Yes, ma'am. Right. What, um, I have a question. Yes. You were on Comedy Bang Bang with Nick Roll like a few episodes ago? Yeah. And then um, I forgot what comment you made, but it, it, sounded, it sounded like you were talking about your nice skin. And every picture you have, you have really nice skin. So I was just wondering if you have, like, a routine that you do. <laughs> Coleman! Ooh! Do you Coleman! Think it's associated with, like... Coleman! Coleman and Chelsea sitting in a tree. K-I-S-N-I-N-G, am I right? Listen, here's the deal. I think I have... I will say, like, I realized <laughs> not long ago that every time I hook up with someone, so that means a bazillion times a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People compliment me on my skin, and I'm like, what kind of skin are other people working with? Like, scaly-ass skin, zitty skin, dry, <laughs> flaky skin. Like, I don't know. To me, it's just regular, because that's all I've ever known, Coleman. Well, what do you do? You just... Um, well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, and I think this is atypical for white people. Now, I was co-raised by a black woman. Okay, this was my dad's wife. She was in my life from when I was one till when I left for school. So as such, she taught me certain things. One of those things was to use lotion all over my entire body after a shower. Now, I don't <laughs> think that all white people do that. Do you? Are you white, and do you do that, Coleman? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm white, and then I usually try to moisturize after showering, yeah. Your entire body? No, not my entire body. Exactly! <laughs> Coleman, we figured it out. 
That's it. I got to like do my elbows and then my, yes. my skin will get better on my face. Yeah. So for a long time, I used cocoa butter, like Queen Helene cocoa butter. Okay. Then I switched over to Vaseline cocoa butter. Now I've moved over to Bumble and Bumble because I'm trying to use more um, like less chemical oriented products because I'm trying uh-huh. not to get the cancer. Now... You know, me and Moshe Kasher one time were backstage in San Francisco and we were talking to someone and they were like, where's your roommate? And they're like, oh, she's not here. She got the cancer. And me and Moshe started fucking laughing uncontrollably. We're like, how in God's name does a person think (laughs) it's appropriate (laughs) to be like the cancer about a living human being that they know? (laughs) But anyway, this this has had staying power because it's probably been like fucking eight years since that happened love jokes anyway the other thing is that you know i used one of those scrub things in the shower you know those those little plastic thing yeah those plastic puff ball things and Mm -hmm. then you know skincare i have a whole regime for my face but you have to do that once you become a 90 year old woman like myself (laughs) so you know i use a scrub uh, that's like it's really like shards of glass and then a couple other products that I can't really go into because I don't want bitches to steal my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't think um, food has anything to do with it, though? What? You know how like people say, like, like you are what you eat, but like not like... But listen, like let me tell you something. Is gonna be really bad. The way I've been eating lately, I should literally be dead right now. Like, this microphone yeah. should just be in front of a cadaver. Like, I've been eating <laughs> fucking pies and hamburgers and french fries and mac and cheese. Like, I have no fucking willpower. Meanwhile, like, supposedly I'm going to be on TV soon. <laughs> and I'm literally like, you know what? I'll eat healthy in a week. I'll eat healthy. In- because you know what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. I don't drink. I quit smoking. I don't do drugs. So it's like at this point, like if I start drinking juice and exercising, I just feel like my identity sucks. How can you be in psycho mode and you're sitting around drinking smoothies? P.S. L.A. men suck. I want to just throw this out there. Like, I don't want to date a person who just sits around like exercising and driving a Prius and drinking smoothies like shit. It sucks. (laughs) Like, I was just in New York, and, like, there's just, like, dark-haired, intelligent men everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they have, like, something going on in their eyes. L.A. guys are just, like, Like, they want to be adored like girls. (laughs) And I I don't know if there's more guys (laughs) taking selfies in L.A. or New York, but I want to say L.A. is killing New York right now in that department. And I have to say, (laughs) male selfies suck. I don't want to see a guy dying to be admired by females. And that's what it is. It's like, I know, like, even female selfies suck, and I'm guilty. I will say, I put them up there. But, like, something (laughs) about it as a guy, it's just like, I have ideas about masculinity and femininity. And when guys do it, it's like, like, you're just, I don't want to see a guy caring if girls think he's sexy or not. Right. right. Like, maybe raging. You're pretty old-fashioned, right? extremely old-fashioned i'll cook for you (laughs) i'll quit my career for you i'll wear chanel number five for you 
I'll set my hair in rollers for you. I'll get an abortion for you. Oh, wait. Sorry. That brought me into the now. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think about Mad Men, honestly. I was like, what do they do? But then I was thinking about Anyway, whatever. All right. We've had a lot of fun on this call. You've truly brought a lot to the table asking about my skin and how luxuriant and supple it is. <laughs> And just, you know, how resilient it is to the many, many, many decades I've been here on this earth, just wasting away by the minute, and soon we'll be dead. Well, thank you. Listen, you know. Thank you for your love. Thank you. Psycho ladies and psycho gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Please listen to other feral audio shows such as Aaron McGathy's This Feels Terrible. That's the name of it. I'm not just saying that doing ads feels terrible. I will be in Chicago. Chicago ends um, at stage 773. And I'll be there June 13th, 8.30 p.m. June 14th, 8.30 p.m. June 15th, 7 p.m. I, I don't know. There might be more shows, but you get it. Look on the TBS Just for Laughs website, and you will find all show details there. And now back to the show. Call from Kate. Six. Ms. Middleton. It is Kate Middleton. How did you get? Oh, my God, girl. Did you have your baby yet? I'm not following this. No, I haven't. It, it's up there. It's getting ready to drop. It's going to drop before Kim K, hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed, Caitlin. I love calling people that are named Katie or Kate, Caitlin. What do you Dude, think? That is like the bane of my existence. Really? Like I out. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I grew up in a predominantly Irish neighborhood, and so everyone's either named like Meg or Kate. Or Caitlin or Kate. Boring anecdote in progress. Yes. Just kidding. So my mom was like, you know, I'm going to name you Kate. And I, like, now people will, like, call me Kathy. I'm like, I don't know where you get that from, but okay. But yeah, it doesn't know. My bad. That's okay, Chelsea. You know, a lot of people call me Chelsea, and I'm like, "Um, excuse me, you don't know me like that. That's how I feel. But I always think it's, like, real cute and original that I lengthen names instead of shortening them. Yeah, that is true. But you just I have a test them. for you. Oh, yes. Let's get into it's, it. It's a fashion test. Fashion? Let's roll. Fashion. Yes. Let's roll. Um, uh, D-Wade's Capri Pants. I mean, come have on. Have you seen this? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Here's my problem with it. He, the Capri Pants outfit, it looks kind of tweed. And he lives in Miami, so isn't he hot? Uh, he, first of all, he is extremely attractive. I would like to throw that yeah. out there. I think he's like a very unique-looking, attractive man. However, yeah, there's a reason those Capris made a splash. They looked crazy. Yeah. I mean, no one needs I to wear... That length of a pant is not good on anyone. I never even understand how no. women do that. Like, have you ever tried on those pants that go just below the knee? 
Um, I have, and I have worn capri pants. Really? I will say, but that's been outlawed. I, I just feel like, feel like if I put on if I put on capri pants and I look in the mirror, I think like you look like a fucking asshole, Chelsea. What are you yeah. gonna do? What shoe do you wear with that? How, what's your attitude? What what vibe are you going for? Like I just don't really get it. It looks like dork city to me. Like I can't really pull it off. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm sure someone can. I don't think anybody can, though. Maybe if you look like a pinup girl, you know, like some suicide girl probably wears capri pants and looks like, you know, some retro thing or something. But, you know, those girls, they they can pull off anything, including all their clothes. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm so tall. I can wear whatever. Well, I'm really short, so I can't, so shut up. Seriously, great attitude. Um, also, I noticed yesterday you were at the Kings game because I was stalking you on Instagram. How did you like it? Correct. I have to say, I talked about it a bit in the opening to this podcast, but to mm. recap, the energy in Staples Center was electric. I was thrilled. And, you know, people, I forget what they were yelling, but they say something like, ref, you suck. That's what it is. They're like, ref, you suck. Ref, you suck. And I'm like, this is the best chant. Why don't they do this at NBA games? Additionally, because hockey fans are crazy. I love it. And, like, they really hate the refs. Yes, I love that. And then also I love that um, they slam each other against the glass. Like I was up in a suite, you know, but I I wish I had been closer to the ice. But, you know, beggars cannot be choosers. But, um, you know, I I was trapped in a VIP suite. But anyway, so (laughs) like one thing I love is the penalty box in hockey. I think that's so Mm -hmm. hilarious and childlike that they force them on a little timeout in a glass box and like the fans can yell shit at them and they just have to sit there for two minutes. Mm -hmm. My dream is to sit in those seats in between the penalty boxes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can hear them, like, fighting it oh, at each other. absolutely. When they're still in the box. Yeah, that's... To me, that's, like, the hottest thing ever. No, that's amazing. I mean, it's just so funny. I just also love the aggression of um, the hockey player. Like, I wonder what their um, criminal records are like versus other sports. I know. I feel like if they weren't playing hockey, they would be, like, truck drivers driving throughout Canada. Or that's extremely... Like, hockey that's is their like, way out of Canada. That's very hurtful. <laughs> to those players and their families. No, and I met one of them after the game. There's like a bar that you can go down to after the okay. game. And I went down there and um, I met a bunch of, re- like I met a bunch of people, but I met one of the players and now I can't fucking remember his name, but he was so Was huge. it one of the Kings? Yeah. He was, was huge. Yeah, he was cute. He was tall as fuck and wide. Like he was just a huge man. He reminded me. Was it me, Justin Penner? Um, He's my favorite king. He, he had facial hair. Eating pancakes. He what? He threw out his back eating pancakes. <laughs> that is pretty fucking dope. I'm, I'm a I'm a Chicago Blackhawks fan. It's a very stressful time in our city right What's, now. What sport is that? Uh, Hockey. Like, that's who the Kings oh. are going to play if they win tonight. Oh. If the Hawks win tonight, the Kings will play them. Yeah, I want to just be very clear that I know almost nothing about hockey. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But that's fine. I did enjoy but, myself uh, greatly. The guy had a, a mustache and a beard. He was tall. He kind of looked like, um, fuck, who is that actor? There are some hot dudes on the Kings. Like, some teams 
can be like real ugly, but I will give the Kings credit. There are some very attractive men on that team. Yeah, and I also kind of feel like once you're that masculine, can you be ugly? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you become That's true. It's like yeah, it's like you become like you know on Game of Thrones, like that redheaded girl who's all crazy with that uh, whatever those people are called. The one that gives like smoke babies. Not her, but JJ? No, 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 no. The other redhead who's like, what? You're not going to fuck me, Jon Snow, or whatever his name oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Egret or whatever the hell yeah. her name is. But all yeah, those, yeah, yeah. like, all the dudes in her posse, like, they're all, like, you, you can't even tell if they're attractive or not. They're yeah. just so masculine. They're wearing all these crazy yeah. big that, fur. They tried, tried from Canada. I bet it. Yeah, probably. Anyway, but, um, yeah. it was no, really fun. No, players are hot. It was fun. Um, and it seems Good. like the hockey players' cheerleaders are quite a bit thicker than the NBA cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like those... I feel like that's kind of like the minor leagues of cheerleading, you know? Right. Shots like, fired. You shots fired. Like, you girl. <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. I'm um, just going to say it. There's only one Paula Abdul, okay? Oh, and wish there was more on a daily basis. <laughs> I know. I know. Paula's for everyone. Um, yeah, so anyway, it was really fun. I had a grand good. time. Good, good. I'm glad to hear. It was, it, I, I'm loving the podcast. I really enjoyed the episode with Bill Burke because I felt like it was like a therapy session. <laughs> well, Bill thought it was. Bill Burke to like, kind of take over that role where intervention is now gone. S- P.S. Like, side note, there was, right after that episode aired, like, I saw on YouTube, like, someone had put a clip from the episode up on YouTube, and then all the comments were like, this bitch wants Bill Burr's dick. Women aren't funny. This cunt sucks. This cunt is high. Boo, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. These are the fucking coolest people. They're fucking dope. <laughs> Love collaborating. I don't have that much time where I could get like all riled up over a podcast that I had to like take to YouTube. Well, YouTube fans, I mean, YouTube commenters, it's weird because I feel like no one I know cops to being a YouTube commenter, but like they're the yeah. worst fucking people alive. I don't understand. Like, like even remember YouTube like started the whole thumbs up, thumbs down thing to try to moderate content. Yeah. It's still like all, <laughs> all top comments are from Ku Klux Klan members. It's like, well, yeah. let's try a new system because the old thumbs up ain't working. Part of the problem, yeah. though, is that it is funny. Like, top comments that are brutally mean. When it's not you, it is funny to just see, okay, what's yeah. the top comment? It's going to be the worst thing you can think of. But You have um, to be in a certain mood, though, to read comments online. Like, I mean, I try not to do it. Like if you, yeah. If you like really are like, okay, I want to read about what a bunch of assholes have to say and be right. entertained by it, right. it's fun, but like... Then you start to hate humanity, and, it, and then it just gets, gets I know. Bad from there. I mean, well, we did an episode, we being this show, and of where we talked mm-hmm. about internet comments, and everyone across the board was like, "We hate them. They're depressing. Yeah. They're so negative." But somehow, you know, every web community is like, "We need the comments. That's what makes this site sticky. That's what yeah. makes this community pop." And it's like, "All right, well, let's go to the dark side forevermore." Yep. Anyway. It's got to be there. Got to be there. Do you like reading inspirational quotes on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, no, but what I do like, though, is how, like, the sluttiest girls on Twitter are always, like, living through Jesus. Yeah. Like, they'll have a picture where it's just, like, their boobs, and then it's, like, a proverb. 
or whatever. And I'm like, really? Proverbs? I don't think Jesus would want <laughs> you burying your tits on the internet right now. But I mean, across the board, yeah. I always wonder that with um, Catholics or whatever, whoever wears the crosses. Like, yeah. why, why do people like um, wear crosses between their tits in provocative outfits? It just, I never understood that. It's such a strange um, cultural thing. Yeah, no, I grew up Catholic and I don't get it either. I, I don't understand. Hmm. And like on Mad Men, like the whole, have you been watching it this season? Well, I'm one behind, so please don't okay. ruin it. But like how, like the whole big thing with the cross and John Draper, it's like, eh, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, Mad Men season one, I kind of am yearning for those people again. Like, I feel like everyone's been <laughs> through so much that the characters don't have as much dignity anymore. You know, it's like Don Draper used to be this like, just fucking unquestionable man and this and that. And then like, you know, Christina Hendricks was just this really hot, capable office manager or whatever. And like now she's like had this horrible husband and this baby and mm-hmm. like people, people treat her shitty. And Sterling was like this like alpha male and so hot. And then now it's like I feel like everyone's been like dragged through the mud so much now that it's like I'm yearning for when I could just be more simplistic about all the characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's I me. Agree. I'm I superficial. Like <sighs> anyway. Anything else before I savagely hang up on you? No, I don't. I had a list of everything I I wanted to talk to you about. I was very passionate about the whole D-Wade thing. I really wanted your take on that. Um, But yeah, other than that, I hope the Pacers win, obviously. Yes. Hibbert, what a beast. I really want the Pacers win. I know, me too. I don't even know why I don't like Miami except for that. I just don't. I feel bad. I guess they always win. You know, yeah. like, give it to someone else. I also just feel like the Pacers are so cool because, like, they they just don't get talked about in the same way. They they don't have that kind no. of history, so I love the idea of them doing really well. Yeah. And, and like, I went to school in Roy Indianapolis Hibbert. for a while, and, like, that was the show. Like, that was such a big deal, and so I'm happy for them. Wait, what is your um, accent? Because I'm from Chicago. Can you tell? Yes, very much so. But I just, like, I could not duplicate that accent if I tried. It's almost it's like, very you know yeah. how like Vietnamese is a tonal language? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. this Chicago accent that you have is a tone I couldn't even hit. Like, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It is. It's horrible. And like, I talk about this with my family because like, we all talk to each other and like, we make sense. But like, anytime like someone else is not from our little like enclave, they always comment on it. So yeah, oh, man. I, I totally get it. <laughs> so you, you're more than welcome to come join me and my family as we talk like this anytime, Chelsea. You know I'm coming anytime. to Chicago. I'm doing some shows at the Just for Laughs Festival. In All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Check it out, girl. What do you think check of the new? Out. Hey, what do you think of the new Daft Punk album? Bye. Bye. <laughs> I mean, this new Daft Punk album, everyone's talking about it. And I got to tell you, you know, I used to go to raves and I love electronic music and I, I do love a lot of the songs on there. And, and, um, I, I, I like, um, the energy of it, the craziness of it. Call from Greg, Gregory in Gregorium question. Hey, Chelsea. What do you think of the new Daft Punk album? 
I actually think it's pretty awesome. I know a lot of people who are hardcore Daft Punk fans who have been complaining about it. Why? But I, I don't. I, I guess that they think it's slower and less electronic than the old stuff. But I don't really care about that, and I like the live instruments. I think it's pretty fucking awesome, to be honest. There is some crazy shit when that guy is just talking for hella long. I'm like, uh, how am I suddenly I in, know, a, in a college lecture? I uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Uh, I did not sign up for this symposium. <laughs> uh, I do think that's like the coolest song on the album, though. Even you're wrong. with that guy talking. Like, you couldn't play it in the club because, like, I talked for like five minutes. No, no, you can't song. play it in the club because it sucks. <laughs> You fucking hater. No. What do you think of the album? I, I do think, like, I overall think it is awesome, and I applaud it, but I do think, like, I don't want to hear this old man babbling. Like, that's a cool museum installation, but I'm not trying to dance <laughs> to it. The museum of EDM. <laughs> and also, I mean, there's that one that gets, like, real musical theater-y for a second. I don't even know which one that is. I've seriously only listened to the album like twice. Anyway, but I do love that they have this. Like, I just imagine these guys like just quarantined off from society, like just on this weird mental trip and journey. Yeah, and I, I like they're that like they, music aliens or something. It's just cool every time they put out an album or do a tour. It's like this huge, crazy <laughs> event that like no other band really creates that kind of hype around. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? I, apparently, you like hockey now. Well, you know, here's the deal. I love Staples Center. Huge fan. I love the building. Love the vibe of a huge... Here, I just love that there's an excuse for tons and tons and tons of people. I don't... What is the capacity of Staples Center? Probably like 20,000, I guess. That there's a place in society for 20,000 people to come into a space and shout at the top of their lungs. To me, that is the coolest thing about sports. And it's such like an enjoyable social endeavor. Now, on oh, top totally of that... I love sports. And hockey has been my favorite since I was a kid. I know you're big on the NBA, but live hockey is the best. It there's is really like fun. It was exhilarating. I will not lie. I mean, I don't know. what. Like There was times where everyone would start cheering or booing, and I had no idea why. There was also times where I'd be looking one way and realize that the puck had been long gone in another direction. <laughs> it's hard to follow. Yeah, it's kind of, if you, yeah, if you don't know hockey, it's the puck is so small. They used to have a little stupid blue ring around the puck when it was on TV for people who couldn't even follow it at home. <laughs> did you see any? Did you see any fights? Um, there were some scuffles, you know, but I was like up in this like suite that was kind of far from the ice. So, you know, I think that made it harder. I would love to sit, for example, right by the ice, but who wouldn't, you know what I mean? I'm no Tom Cruise. He was in the building well, last night. So was, yeah, that's tough, um, they're not the Lakers. Maybe David maybe Beckham. you don't have to be Tom Cruise to get a good seat for the next round since hockey's not as popular as a Laker game would be. Nah, you're tripping dog. The, the Lakers have. I've also, been, I've also been in LA for five days my entire life, so I don't know what the demand is like or anything. The Lakers have eternal glory stamped all over them. You know, it's, yeah. it comes down to championships and rings and things of that nature. Um, I think That's also that. As long as Kobe is on the team, people are, he's such a showman, you know, people are going to want to see what he's up to. Like, basically... Well, now there's all, this, there's all this crazy drama that Kobe might not be on the team for much longer. Well, that LA is kind of freaking out. It's not really crazy drama. He's like 58 years old now. I'm just kidding. Seriously, though. But, um, no, he, um, he'll be back, I think, for this next season. 
maybe, but he might not even play. Did you see that picture of his ankle? It's so fucked um, up. I sure did. I, I will never That's forgive Kobe. Disgusting. I will never forgive Kobe. Who, who, Shit, you who really don't listen. You really don't listen. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <sighs> Chelsea, what's up? You know, when Kobe's out on the floor, this is like what you hear in your head while you watch him. <laughs> like then? Stuff that like you? that. You know, as he's like scanning the floor to see where he might make a pass and get one of his famous assists. He's just staring around. Things like did that. People, did people in L.A. learn to hate Dwight as much as they love Kobe this year? You know what I think is hilarious about Dwight Howard is following him on Instagram. Like on the off season right now, he's just posting pictures of himself fishing and he's in bright. He's, like, <laughs> he's, he's in bright, bright sunlight and he's holding up a fish and he's smiling like a little boy, just like happier than anyone you could ever imagine holding a fish. And it's like he's posted multiple shots like that one where he's holding a fish in each hand, one where he's holding one fish. And I'm like, oh, my God, he could not be more delighted to be involved in recreational activities. Whereas I feel like every he's thrilled not to be playing for the championship. Exactly. Like, whereas Kobe, everything he posts, you feel like he's gearing up. He's psyching himself up for his rehabilitation. Everything in his life is like about getting on that court. Whereas I feel like Dwight almost is probably like, I wish I was short in in accounting, you know, or like he just looks like he wish he was just uh, like out, like had a cabin in the woods and just didn't have to be in the NBA. Well, Dwight's kind of got the best thing going on out of anybody. He's, like, turned into, like, the con man of the NBA who can trick teams into paying him $20 million to just bail and do whatever the fuck he wants and then go fishing and do whatever the hell he wants all summer. He's got the best thing going out of anybody. I mean, I don't really know enough about the technical aspect of basketball. I will just say, like, I go off vibes, same way I vote for presidents. Um, and, I, <laughs> and I'll say, like... Wait, are you, are you, are you, wait, you saying Romney vibes? But his vibe, he just feels like he's not like driven in the same way that Kobe is. Like he just doesn't look like he just. You can totally tell. He just doesn't just look at his face when he's playing. It doesn't look like he gives a shit at all. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, bye. Call from Ryan. Ryan. What's happening, Chelsea? What's happening, Ryan? Wow, this is my first time calling, first time getting through. This is awesome. How are you? First time listener? That would be crazy. Uh, no. Triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> that's too many That's too many first times. Okay, well, it's impossible anyway since this is pre-recorded. <laughs> A little <laughs> bit of nerd humor Excellent for that. Point. <laughs> All right, listen, <laughs> what's up? What do you want to talk about? What's going on in your life? We're talking about Daft Punk. We're talking about hockey. We're talking about subtweeting people. We're talking about Dwight Howard. We're talking about Roy Hibbert. We're talking about... Goddamn. Yeah. It's exhausting. So many great things. Well, first of all, what's subtweeting? I saw that on the on the Twitter. I've already explained it too many times. Just fucking Google it, Ryan. <laughs> so I'll Google the shit out of it. On to that Hibbard guy. Yes. He's a brick wall. Amazing. He's killing like, He's it. my favorite big to watch in the NBA right now. What do you love about him? 
I'm just kind of a big doofus who's just there to just straight give people facials and decapitate Knicks players. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I think like he's such a weirdo, and it's he's so fun to watch. Like his intensity in these playoffs is so amazing. Also, I love just shout out to the people that feel like it's funny to imply that I'm fucking him because I enjoy him as a basketball player. Um, friends with his fiance, she's very cool. I have a lot of male friends in my life. I'm sorry if you don't, boo boo, but you should try it. It's a lot of fun. Being open to the other uh, sex as actual human beings rather than just objects. Anyway, uh, that's a concept that I'm I'm now getting used to. Actually, it's it's a new thing for me. Why someone friend zoned you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like I, I'm just a lot of my lady friends. I end up like getting feelings for or trying to. I know you talk about this a lot on the show. <laughs> What the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's a new sound effect. What even is that? It sounded like a like a dubstep fart. <laughs> Actually, you know what it sounds All like? Right. It sounds like how phones used to ring in old movies. <laughs> Oh, word. Yeah, that, that actually, sounds like that would be the most terrifying thing in the world. If somebody called me, I'd just be like, no, kill it. No. Um, I have a really weird thing that hang up on me. What? What'd you say? I have a really weird food test before you hang up on me. Oh, you just reminded me. I have a food test, too. You can go first. Okay. So when I was a kid, we used to make these things called chicken fists. Uh, what that is, in progress. <laughs> <laughs> what kidding. that is is a sliced deli turkey that you fill up with Kraft macaroni and cheese, ball up into like a little ball, and put it all in your mouth. That's called child abuse. Listen, <laughs> you know what you reminded me of, though? My mom used to take turkey slices and roll cream cheese inside it. See, that's like a variation on a theme. That's delicious. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It actually was really good, but when you think about it now, it's just like, did that really happen? That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, my mom made ham roll-ups, and it was like pickles, cream cheese, and ham, and that sounds just nuts. But it must be like a practice. bygone era kind of snack. It's, yeah, it's very much like everyone's coming over. This is all I have in the kitchen. Hey, it's like, like everyone's coming over. Together. Everyone's coming over. Let's disappoint them a lot. <laughs> let's, let's put a platter fuck of these. Everyone. These, yeah, fuck, everyone's coming over, comma, fuck everyone. <laughs> but, um, okay, here's my food test for you. Wait, wait, you didn't say yes or no on the, on the chicken test. No, that sounds gross. I mean, I'd try it. You're Don't wrong. get me wrong. But you you all they're delicious. All but, right. Okay, I mean, I'll try it. I'll try it. But okay. So, food test for me to you involves hot dogs. Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, hot dogs. Uh God. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Correct, but your hesitation but- is also correct. 
Yeah, there's so many variables that, like, yeah, yeah anyway, I won't. And also, it's like, yeah. if you could eat anything else besides a hot dog, <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> now, if you're quarantined yeah. somewhere and there's only hot dogs, you'd be like, oh, all right, I'll eat a hot dog. But if there's a plate of prosciutto behind a door nearby, I want to go for that prosciutto. Now, listen. Yeah. I don't want to turn this into a class war. All right. So <laughs> so on top of a hot dog, what do you put on it, condiment-wise? Interesting. I just I had this conversation with my dad. Uh, okay, no ketchup. Ketchup is never allowed to be on a hot dog ever in the world. It's made for anything else but a hot dog. Mustard is made for hot dogs. Uh-oh, we're going into psycho mode. <laughs> I like ketchup on a hot Ram? dog. This is a tower of terror. This is horrifying. Here's the deal. I was eating a hot dog up in the VIP suite at Staples Center at the Kings Game 7 last night. I don't want to brag, but it's just part of the story. So, <laughs> so there I was, and there was some food, complimentary food in the suite, and it was hot dogs. And you know what? And truthfully, in other suites, there was way better food. So <laughs> just throw that out there. But I had this hot dog and I like all condiments. So what I put on it? Ketchup. <laughs> mustard. And relish. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but why relish? Why relish? Why ever? I don't understand relish. I don't get it. That's because you're a dum-dum. Now, <laughs> for those listening who may have a bit more intellect and more wits about them, you know why I use relish. You know why I use it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. You're all getting free relish. So anyway, here's the thing. What about sauerkraut? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm down with sauerkraut. Who isn't down with sauerkraut? Am I right? I have sauerkraut in all my pockets right now. Here's the thing. The more condiments, the merrier. Hot dogs suck. So you have to put all kinds of shit all over them to feel like you're not getting cheated of a culinary yeah. experience. Now, the guy that I was with at this game, super hot. He's a 10. He's a model. He's a swimsuit model. Just kidding. It was writer Alan Yang from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> but also, he's totally, he's great. But so... He was saying, yeah, technically on a hot dog, you're only supposed to put like he just put mustard and onions and he was really cocky about it. And he was like, yeah, actually. And he Googled on his little smartphone and he showed me an article that said you could only put mustard on a hot dog and absolutely no ketchup. You know what I did? I fucking pulled that ketchup container right up off the counter, held it in his face and squeezed it all over my goddamn hot dog. Constant. Asianal ketchup. Oh, shit. You know what? It tastes good. Therefore, yeah. fuck you, Chicago. Damn, I should have asked that girl from Chicago. 
I, she would have had such an opinion on it, and I would have loved to get into it with her. She's like, you can't put ketchup on a hot nerd. <laughs> That's I'm what, sorry I was that guy. That sounds really annoying now. Like, my, I thought uh, it was like interesting, but now I'm just annoyed. No, no, don't turn on yourself. That's what this show is built around is everyone has weird different opinions. So her, yeah. I just want to go, like, imagine her accent is like, yeah. You can't put hot nerds with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my famous Chicago accent. Isn't that funny that Good that one. whole sketch, thank you, the whole sketch, The Bears, was all about that accent? Oh, yeah, that's all it was. It was so good. I've actually never heard anybody with that accent in like IRL. I love the internet. I hate IRL. I hate RL. Yeah. Like RL, you know, could, like RL could suck shit. You know what I love? Wait, I I have another question for you. How awesome are hockey games? I already said they're cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're fighting and fucking they play Limp Bizkit and shit. That's pretty I cool. Know, we already talked about that. I mean, there's no, okay, there's, no there's no way you could know that, but still, I'm kind of annoyed. Uh, <laughs> no, it's. It. I already used the word exhilarating. Even all right, I gotta go. Oh shit, I have to go. Call from Jonah. <gasps> Jonah Hill or Jonah Peretti, my brother. Whoa! I didn't expect you to pick up. What's up? Way to bring the energy down. I know. Sorry. How's it going now? J J J J J J Jonah. Jonah, what's up? Not much. What do you put on your hot dogs, Jonah? Or are you kosher? Well, I want to talk a little about the NBA playoffs. All right, but first, can you tell me what you put on your hot dogs, motherfucker? I put mustard on my hot dogs, and that is it. That's it? Now, do you feel self-righteous that I can't put ketchup on my hot dog should I so desire I, I do not know I try not to judge people for that that's great you seem like a really peaceful person like what I feel like is inside your heart and soul right now is this something like that does that sound time? right maybe cool well, I actually wanted to know, what are your opinions on Mark DeSalt, Tao's little brother? Well, you know, I've been asked this before, <laughs> but on Twitter. And my feeling is that I'm obsessed with Pal Gasol. Why? You can't say why. It's the intangibles, okay? He just is a funny, interesting, compelling character. Now, Mark, to me, is more your run-of-the-mill dude. You know what I mean? Like, Pal is this crazy creature, and all his tweets are, like, bilingual and like he says things like went to the museum today oh you know it was a wonderful time like his tweets just kill me i love it also he loves yeah. game of thrones like he's just a quirky little weirdo have you seen pics of mark in high school like how big he used to be like you trying to say fat or big boned yeah well my cousin used to play against him in high school and Pat was on the grizzlies back in the day mark went to high school here and mark was pretty big like fat? Like he, yeah. Like he, like between then and now, he's lost like sixty or seventy pounds. I'll be honest with you, I have seen that photo. 
you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, pretty inspiring stuff. I mean, what? Do you love Mark, or what? Why is this of interest to you? I want to hear it. Well, like, I'm a great. Well, I'm a Grizzlies fan. That's why I was wondering. Oh, okay. Is he your favorite player? Um, either him or Tony Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, my my NBA enthusiasm is almost entirely related to who I've seen play physically. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have a ton to say about the Grizzlies, but, um, you know. Well, here you go for now, the Pacers, because of Hibbert. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going for them against the Heat. I definitely do not like LeBron James. It's pretty cool that everyone's rooting for the Pacers by default because they hate the Heat. Hate the yeah, Heat. Yeah, well, I'm going for them because I just go for small market teams. Cause yeah, I know. That's what I was fan. saying. Like, that's cool, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, we really connected. I agree. Where are you calling from? Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Gus's Fried Chicken? I have. That shit is so bomb. You've been to Memphis? I sure have. I went to the House of Blues. I was on a little road trip with an ex of mine. I went to the House of Blues. We watched a lady getting finger fucked on the dance floor. Quite awkward. That sounds like Memphis. (laughs) Congrats, Memphis. What a whimsical town. But no, we got Gus's fried chicken, and it was like, if I remember correctly, it was on like a styrofoam plate and like just extremely delicious fried chicken. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's awesome. So that's still around? It is. It's been around for a while. They just opened up a couple new locations, actually. Oh, shit. Well, shout out to Gus. Yeah, yeah, actually, do you know who Bill Simmons is? A bunch of people tweeted to him. He was just in Memphis for his first time, and he was tweeting about it as well. Oh, really? I guess it's hacky, right? But there's not much to, you know, what do we talk about? <sighs> Whatever. You get well, it. Well, what, what, uh, what are the other subjects you have going on today on your podcast? Well, I have to pee. <laughs> Let's pretend I took a pee break right here. <laughs> His energy was like a little low. I couldn't take it because, you know, I'm depressive. I can't have that energy bringing me right back to my natural state. I'm trying to fucking fake it real hard for you guys on these things. So when you come to me with that, like I'm on my couch vibe, I'm like, let me go get on my couch. I'm jealous. Ben. Ben. Take it down 10 notches. Bring it up 10 notches. <laughs> Stay right where you are, Ben. Is your name Ben? My name is Ben. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Ben. How you Can been? I you a movie test. Yes, but I just need you to okay. know that I frustrate my friends on a regular basis here in Hollywood with my complete lack of consistency and knowledge of movies. Uh-oh. Even a movie that I've seen like two days ago, I forget what happened in it. P.S. I watched that movie Behind the Candelabra or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Uh, and no idea. The, the big HBO movie, Matt Damon, is gay and it's about Liberace or... Yeah. Is that who it's about? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, I fucked up and said it was about... (laughs) Last night I was talking to my friends about that movie, and I, A, said it was about Sinatra. (laughs) 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 And B, I said that I thought Al Pacino was really good in it. (laughs) 
And I guess it was Kirk Douglas, but the thing is, the whole movie, I thought it was Al Pacino. He looks like him in that makeup, and I still have to do it, but I was like really trying to argue this to my friends, and they were just like, no, and they just kept talking about something else. I'm like, I'm going to create side-by-side photos of Al Pacino and him in this movie, (laughs) and you will see. (laughs) Anyway, whatever. So that's the starting point of this quiz is know that I have extremely spotty knowledge. If you don't know what the movie is, judge it on the title. Oh, P.S. Another funny thing at the Kings game is they do this thing where they interview a player. It's like uh-huh. a it's like a pre-taped thing, and they show it up on the jumbo channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Who do you think is hotter?" You know, and it'll be like, "What's her name from that '70s show, Mila Kunis, or that model that like did that video where she did the Dougie or some shit? What's her name, Kate Upton?" Whatever dance she did, I forget what. So anyway, they're like, who's hotter, Mila Kunis or Kate Upton? There's all these graphics, and then it's just this very still shot of the player's face, and he's just like, Kate Upton. And then they're they're like, who do you like better, Kobe or Blake Griffin? And then he's like, Kobe. (laughs) yeah it's the best though i mean i wish that i could just sit and do a screening of two hours of all those interviews because it's <laughs> so fucking hilarious like so the, the editing is so intense for just these guys being so comatose just being like kobe and <laughs> wait, it's got like big whites and stuff yeah and then one of the questions was like twilight or like silver linings playbook or something and he goes uh, well, I haven't seen Silver Linings Playbook. I go, could we cut this question? Like, did we? Did we need it that bad? Like, it's just the best. It's like one of my favorite things about sporting events. <laughs> anyway, okay, your movie quiz. All without right. further ado, all right, Crash. Oh God, <laughs> this is actually going to ruin my career in Hollywood. I don't even yeah, remember. No, you're going to make enemies. That's the one with Zoe Saldana and that guy who uses butt wipes, right? That sounds good. Yeah. What's that Great actor's name who famously talked about butt wipes? I really don't know. Lights. That piece of trivia, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> hey, who's the dummy now? <laughs> I guess yeah, it's you. Right, exactly. Stop. <laughs> No, I remember liking Crash, but I think that everyone was, like, crazed about it, and I don't think that I had that level of... I mean, I I rarely am crazed about movies, except for Hana and Lovely Bones. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Which apparently... Okay, the Lovely Bones has 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was shocked, because I was at dinner telling my friends, I'm like, this movie, I mean, it's directed by Peter Jackson. It's, like, beautiful, but it's chilling. It's got a thriller <laughs> aspect. I'm like, I don't even know how this movie ever got made. It's so fucking amazing. It makes you think, and it's, like, poetic, and these visuals, and then they're like, you know it has, like, horrible reviews and, and we went on Rotten Tomatoes it was like 10% I know but like what is wrong with people that was a good movie didn't see it alright sorry <laughs> okay. um Bill and Ted original oh are you kidding me not kidding <laughs> Correct. For one, for some reason, the line that I always think about from that movie was just when he's like, "Here we are in Delaware." 
That line stuck that's in my head. Wayne's like, World. Oh shit! That's Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But also good. <laughs> Damn it. You see, this is why I'm never going to um, be a true success in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can be a fake success. That's close, right? All right. <laughs> Zoolander. That's so funny, though. Wait, Zoolander, I believe, came out right after 9-11. Does yeah, that, that sounds right. And me and my brother, I think people were saying it wasn't good. And me and my brother went and saw it after 9-11. Now, I say that only to say we needed a laugh. Okay, we were in Manhattan for 9-11. I mm-hmm. was literally running down to my brother. He was still asleep. And I was up writing, so I heard on the radio what was happening. And I was running against all these people walking uptown and to find my brother. Right. Anyway, whatever. This is all just, I think in that's... Head. Yeah, I think I've said this before. Anyway, so... Oh, I don't know. But we went and saw Zoolander, and we both thought it was fucking hilarious. Yes, correct. Awesome movie. Oh, cool. Okay, Twilight. I do like Twilight. Now, I just want to oh, say... Oh, incorrect. No, you're incorrect. It's hacky to hate okay, Twilight. <laughs> Let me just say, it really is hacky to hate Twilight, which is essentially an art house film. but honestly like Uh, p.s like if you've ever heard me on doug loves movies this is why i fail uh, i fail so drastically on that thing is because i usually understand the game i don't understand it i don't understand strategy i don't understand the movies (laughs) i'm just a fucking (laughs) walking bozo but anyway listen we all know i'm a genius here's the thing Twilight is a very romantic story, and both of the leads are beautiful to look at. Pattinson and... It's pretty creepy, though. Meh. Is it? But you're entitled to your opinion Thank incorrectly. You. That's fine. Correctly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Dark Crystal. You know, everyone always talks about that. I feel like I've like had to be in scenes where I referenced that or something in the past, uh-huh. but I have not seen it. I think it was a little All before... Right, based on the name. I don't like it. Uh, incorrect. You know what? I grew up in the Bay Area. People are too into crystals in weird ways. I reserve the Ooh, right. Good point. Oh, thank you. All right. I like that. <laughs> if it was, if it was uh, reflective of the title, I would say correct, actually. Thank but you. But the movie itself is good. All right. Great. Master of the Skies. Have you ever heard of this? No. It was uh, universally panned, but it's a great movie. Mm. It's, it's a great, terrible movie. Back to the Future Part 2. You know, Back to the Future is so, like, it's such an institution at this point that I feel skeeved out by, like, I feel like all my comedy friends are like, oh, I love Back to the Future. Like, improv people are like, I know every line in Back to the Future. It was good and everything. I can't remember two. I don't even know if I've seen two. I probably have, but like, I just, I'm not an improviser. I don't have like that encyclopedia uh, knowledge. You're of, like a no but. Well, I have quite. Uh, <laughs> you get me. <laughs> a little double on. <laughs> Next movie Fargo. Fargo? Or Argo? Yeah. Argo, Argo. Actually, that's a good question. Fargo or Argo? Guess what my answer would be? Ooh, Fargo. Absolutely. I love Fargo. Way better accents, right? Fargo was fucking great. That's a movie where I just feel like I think about the pacing 
Mm-hmm. And what's her name? Frances McDormand? Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, Buscemi. Yep. Yep, it was good. Okay. Okay, you did pretty well on the quiz. Let me ask you one. Igby goes down. All right. Igby goes down. Oh, that's in my queue. Haven't seen it. You know, I really, but on basis of title, I would say yes. I really, it's a movie that really stuck in my head um, uh-huh. because I think it like shows what a hell it could be to be a rich person, which I think most people in this uh. country, no one has any like real sympathy for the existential crisis it could be to be incredibly rich and born into that. And that movie and the documentary Born Rich both, both to me captured like, oh shit, that could really suck, you know, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Brewster's that, millions. Didn't don't remember that. Okay, now additionally, the uh-huh. woodsman, the woodsman. Oh, I haven't seen it either. Another. Hey, I'm I'm right there with you with the haven't seen it. Okay, the uh, woodsman is another one of my favorite films, and it really I got two on the list it it does the impossible, which is makes you think what like it basically gives you a sympathetic or empathetic. I don't know. I can't remember the difference between. Uh, look at what it might be like to be a pedophile so you like like imagine yeah like imagine you're you have a compulsion to eat unhealthy food or you are an alcoholic you always want to drink but what if your compulsion was just that you wanted to fuck kids and you had like you knew it was wrong and that was your compulsion that's how you were wired to be anyway i I thought it was yeah it would be hell on earth so anyway i thought that was a fascinating movie yeah if I had to make a movie like that, it'd be about Del Taco burritos. That's my compulsion. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great laugh. Thank you. All right. Well, this was a Del lot Taco, of... Del Taco. We... Oh, great call. Yeah. Uh, is that what happened? <laughs> you were getting to go on a little Del Taco jag, and I was getting ready to click oh, yeah. off. And ne'er the two shall meet. <laughs> 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 you go I think or mild do I go spicy or mild I don't really fuck with Del Taco I'll tell you the one thing that I liked from Del Taco uh-huh. their cheese fries are fucking delicious someone told me that yeah. on Twitter yeah but it makes you feel bad afterwards well everything does Aside yeah. from juices and smoothies and brown rice. Yeah. That's true. I should be healthier. Okay, thanks for talking to me, Chelsea. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> well, this has been a wonderful life. <laughs> What if that's how I finally ended it all? I have to tell you guys, there is a voicemail. There's a guy that I rejected, and I texted him and I said, I don't think we're compatible. Now, this was after a lot of back and forth, you know, like, (laughs) I want to tell the whole story in total detail, but I feel like legally, I don't even know if that's a good idea. And also, just maybe as like on a spiritual level, that's not a good idea, but He left me the craziest fucking voicemail that I want to play so bad. In fact, he left this long two-minute crazy voicemail, and all I did was text him back and go, can I play that on my podcast? (laughs) And he goes, yeah, if you go on a date with me. 
I was like, ooh, we're at an impasse. But I want to play it so fucking bad. So let's just have that be a little teaser. Maybe at some point I will be able to go ahead and play that. Shout out to Ketchup. I'll put you on anything, you dumb motherfucker. You're delicious. <laughs> I'll put you on tater tots. Put you on bland eggs. Put you on hot dogs. Oh, and P.S. Fancy restaurants. Stop making ketchup homemade. And also, while I'm at it, stop putting Tabasco in little tiny bowls when people ask for hot sauce. We get it. You're a fancy restaurant. Bring out the fucking shaker. It's made that way so it could easily be shaken onto food. Rich white people, who's with me? Etc. I'm like a Che Guevara for rich white people. <laughs> Are you getting bad service at a fancy ass restaurant? Follow me. <laughs> Come follow me now. All right. Um, let's see. One last call. Call from Nate. Nate. So, uh, what's, what's the deal? Are you, uh, taking calls now, but you didn't tweet about it? (laughs) So, uh, what's up? I haven't heard that one before. What about this one? I can... That sounds very scary. Yeah. So does it, does it work if we talk over each other or is that still the problem with this thing? Sold. 99 cents. I'm in. Okay. All right. Good call. (laughs) You really helped me demo a lot of these new sound effects. And for that, I thank you. Good good testing. Good testing. Thanks, Nate. So can... uh, can we do, uh, I was thinking about uh, extending the food test out to the topic test in general. What does that mean? Well, instead of doing foods, you could ask somebody, what do you think of... Slower? Single guys. What do you think of single guys that have cats? Yes or no? Okay. Are you asking me? Um, sure. Yeah. Correct. Great. Single guys should not have cats. Absolutely not. Correct. Because it's sort of like they're replacing uh, women with cats, maybe. Sort of weird deal with that. I don't know. 
and they're kind of stinky, and I think guys are generally not very clean. Right. Across the board, correct. Okay. Um, how about irony? Sorry, that just felt fun to do. That was live. I mean, that's not a pre-recorded effect. That's actually me just going. <gasps> Can you do this? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people can't do that. You know, it's genetic. Anyway, um, I think irony's cool, man. I don't know. I never, honestly, irony's one of those things. I'll look up the definition a thousand times a year. I still don't really get what it means. But I think I'm deep in the thick of it. So, Nate, yes or no? Yes, yes or no? Hmm, Nate, I think I just made it quite clear I don't know what it is. Mm, okay. All right. Let's see. How about uh, guys that drive Miatas? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go yes. Correct. I own a Miata, so they're awesome. <laughs> Congrats, Nate. I thought they discontinued that car. No, they still make them. Right. They still make them. Yeah. I drive yeah, a, we could ch- chat about cars. I, I drive a Saab. I drive a Saab. A Saab? Yeah. My wife drives a Saab. I think Saabs are cool. I'm just kidding. They're discontinued also. Um, what That's I do drive true. is a Tesla. Just kidding. Those are, that'd be pretty baller. I know. Big money on the new show. Yeah, man. Guess what, man? I'm going to start looking like a rich lady. <laughs> Chanel skirt suits. To the day start I die. Start getting smug. Yeah, smug as fuck. Chanel skirt suits, little pillbox hats, and just a cold, distant eye. I just don't get why everybody can't just drive electric cars. I mean, they're only $60,000. I just hung up. I can't do it sometimes. I think it's like this show has been over for some time now, and we all know it, but we're not ready to let go. (laughs) Well, guess what? It's time to let go. I got to get out into this sunny Los Angeles day and really take it by a Fucking shut up! All right, listen. Ding, 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 ding. Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. My friends, the time has come for me to take my old ass to my house and go hole up in there till nightfall, at which time I do have to do some work. <sighs> showbiz. Those crazy showbiz hours, am I right? <laughs> we all laugh. We all relate. We're all in showbiz. This has been my fantasy. Thank you for listening. I've got to go fire up my Tesla and my Miata. I also drive a Miata. I have one foot in each of them. And I'm able to, with the windows open, control both the gas and the brake with each of my feet on either side. Now, at this time, it's time for me to take off. I have to really make sure I'm balanced here on my Miata on the left and my Tesla over here on the right. Okay? Starting both engines and... 
going to go ahead and ease onto the gas. I have to make sure I time this so it's exactly evenly distributed. And if I'm not mistaken, 